Welcome to To Watch Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Sarah. And I'm a Doctor Who fan. And I'm new to watching Who. Watching for the very first time. Very first time. And you join us, listeners, in the Panopticon. Sarah, I'm now going to hand you the sash of Rassilon. And the coronet of Rassilon. You are now connected to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> the Matrix. Welcome. Like, <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. When so? <laughs> I thought it was being quite regal. You were. You were really regal. Well done, you. <laughs> so when I did the wrestle on quiz, what was that called? Quiz a wrestle on. Is that what it's called? The quiz a wrestle on. <laughs> I just remembered wrestle on was in the title, and this is the first time I've heard wrestle on. Maybe we had it in Deadly Assassin. Not They mentioned it a lot in this one. They mentioned it a lot. This is the first time I was like very aware of it then. So I thought back to that quiz, which was the longest few hours of my life. <laughs> I forgot about that. I haven't. I never will. Well, everyone, it's the Invasion of Time this week. <laughs> um, a six, a six episodes. I have no idea what Sarah thinks. I'm very excited, actually. Can we just discuss the quiz quickly? Sorry, because <laughs> otherwise, it's oh yeah, sure. Been a complete dick. Very early on, as in we just finished Ian and Barbara, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. So what's that? Three, four, two, two. Right. Okay. Really early on, Mark was like, and this was during COVID. Mark was like, come and do the quiz. And I did, um, because it was an Ian and Barbara round. And so the six rounds, wasn't there six? Yeah, it and went I on for a long time. Through a load of stuff I had no idea about. I was like, what is going on? It was about three and a half hours, wasn't it? No, it was, yeah. Um, I didn't even stay till the end because my computer... The laptop died and I was left there. Overheated. Still there. (laughs) The laptop literally died in that quiz and I was stuck in it. It was a proper, like, whole afternoon. Yeah. And Mark didn't outline it like that. Mark was like, oh, do this quiz, it'll be fun. And I was like, okay, I don't really know anything. He was like, no, you'll know this one round, which was, like, the fourth or fifth round. It was, like, well into it. One of them was tunes backwards, and I was like, what is happening? How do people know this? What am I doing here? (laughs) I was smiling all the time when we were in a group thing because I didn't want to look unappreciative. But then whenever we went into groups, I was like, Mark, why am I here? (laughs) <laughs> it was the fan experience you were getting the full thing probably a bit too early on but yeah it was way too early on and it was four hours of my life that i'll never get back but there we go <laughs> how do we get onto that again uh Rassilon. oh Rassilon. yes we're talking about Rassilon. um a couple of updates though yeah big update thanks for everyone that tweeted <laughs> neighbors is coming back so many retweets on our Doctor Who podcast on Neighbours Return. They know, they know, they listen. <laughs> it's nice that people think of me or us. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. That is a shock. It's only been about three months. There you go. They could have taken it earlier, maybe, but... That's the thing. If they'd done that deal earlier on, there wouldn't have been any stop. It would have just carried on without just going from maybe one Maybe they wanted the build-up, though. Maybe they were like, we know it needs to end, because, and then we'll come in. 
because maybe they did because also I was reading today I don't know if you've seen this I'm pointing at you um but uh yeah some of the cast members previous ones didn't even know about it no so the producer was saying he literally told like four cast members and filmed the little video himself hasn't been in touch with anyone else yet it's all very early days but you know, three, three, four months is great. I mean, when Doctor Who finished, it was like sixteen years before it came back. At least Neighbours is like four months. So. <laughs> I can't believe that. So yeah, end of um, end of twenty three, it'll be on Amazon Freebie, which I've never even heard of. Oh, uh, I've heard of it because I have five six. So. So yeah, we'll have to. Yeah, very well. You know, the Neighbours farewell tour next year is going to be <laughs> more of a celebration now. It's not the farewell tour. Yeah, but maybe they waited because they want some changes as part of agreeing to it, and therefore not everyone would be back. But if they had taken it on originally, they'd have had to honour those original contracts. Maybe. They don't even know. They were saying they're not sure they've got a plan either way if they go back to the street or not even. They might not even be able to use the same thing. It might be a bit of a reboot. I was going to say as well, we we could do a bit of a what else have we been watching, but it's a six-parter. So what I'm going to do, just to mix things up a bit, we'll start going through the story because we've got a lot to do. I'm going to hand you the key of Rassilon and whenever you feel like stopping and just talking about something else, (laughs) you can raise the key of Rassilon and we'll talk about what else have we been watching. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. Because it will mix up mix up our six episodes. I well, I don't know because I don't know how you felt about this one. No. Uh, I feel like we'll, we'll go into it. Be um. Well, this one, Invasion of Time, it's not very much of a fan favorite. I actually enjoyed this one quite a lot this time round. I've never really paid much attention. It's to not. It. it must be a fan favorite, surely. Really. It's all a bit. I mean, like. It's got all the elements that fans love. Not really, no, but it's the production, of, again, a little bit. Last, It was a last-minute script. There was an industrial strike, which is why half of it's on film in the TARDIS and all that stuff. We'll get to that. This whole season has had loads of problems. And, yeah, it's just not that well-regarded. And this one reminds me of my English A-levels because I bought the video and I remember watching this not at school. I wasn't at school. I was watching this and my teacher phoned up. <laughs> my mum was like, Mark hasn't done any of his coursework. It needs to be in tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, I watched The Invasion of Time. <laughs> but then... but That's such a I, Mark I, thing. <laughs> That's so Mark. <laughs> but my but, um, my mum was just like, oh yeah, your teacher phoned. Can you... Like, that was it. She wasn't, like, annoyed or anything. And I don't think I ever... I don't think I actually did the work. I just carried on. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but that... I remember English that. English was nightmare student. I remember not. that. I know. I didn't get my English A-level, I don't think. <laughs> I, um... Because it was... Um, I remember going in. I did, I did some of the coursework, but I just hadn't read the book. It was, um... The one about the potato famine. Is it, like, translations or something? Anyway, oh, you've talked about this before. Yeah, I sat in a, I went into the exam room. I sat there and didn't do anything. Mark, you rebel. I don't know why. I really don't know why. But well, um, you were watching me- Doctor Who instead. But media studies, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but I, mean, I was watching. Lo and behold, it set you up for a career as podcasting Doctor Who. So there you go. There you go. It's paying off. This is your life models. <laughs> but no, it just reminds me of that, of getting the video and watching I've that. I've told you about my story. GCSE um, art, haven't I? No. 
I must have how I ended up with a B and I never should. Oh, hang on. Sorry, let me just close that. Uh, how I ended up with a B and I never should have even got that because no. my crossbow got lost. So basically, you spend like, when you do your GCSE art, you do it in years 10 and 11 and it's all submitted in the last year. So yeah, so you had to do like two sketchbooks of work and that was submitted as your coursework. I had done my sketchbooks they weren't brilliant. Like, I literally just started filling pages towards the end of it of just, like, anything. Like, it wasn't my top, like, in hindsight, shouldn't have chosen art. But there we go. Chose art for GCSE. I think I just wanted to do the really long exam where you just sat in a room all day doing something. So, anyway. I did that. I did that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, <laughs> I, you know, it was about three weeks before the exam. And I thought, oh, I should get my sketchbooks out and, like, check that they're all ready like done and like if there's anything in there that should link to this like because couldn't find them anywhere like i'm in the like art cupboard digging deep. i'm taking everything out and they are just not there and but we had like do you remember how they had like those f- plastic folder things that you kept all your stuff in and yeah. mine was just gone like so not only were my sketchbooks gone but like anything i'd done was just gone uh so i went home and i was supposed to have been in a revision class and mum was like, how was it? I was like, oh, I didn't go. She was like, what? And she got really annoyed about it. And I was like, well, I was looking for my art coursework. And it's in like three weeks. And it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I can't do like a whole year and a half's worth of art in three weeks. <laughs> like, just don't have time. So I don't know what I'll do because I'll just like, I'd fail it. I don't know what I'll do. And my mum was livid, not at me then. She then moved her anger to the school because she was like, well, where is that? I was like, it must have been chucked because every year they chuck things out, like students leave stuff, and it must have just got chucked. So she went in and basically made a massive, like, hoo-ha about it. She had the teacher, got, like, the teacher in the rooms have made this massive, like, thing about it. And so they just gave me an A-star. <laughs> and they must have had to write something to be like... I vote was missing, but they don't see everyone's coursework. You don't have to present it. You might just be asked. So I yeah. don't, but the, so they like submit all the results and then based on what who, they'll just randomly select people. Yeah. So I obviously just didn't get selected or they already knew that I couldn't be selected because the artwork had been, had gone. Either way, I got an A star for all that coursework. There was definitely like a C. <laughs> <laughs> it was not great but then my final piece um of art like what i did um i don't know what that was but anyway I ended up with a b overall <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad high b which i mean considering that i'd lost but I, I mean it's just such a funny situation because i shouldn't have, i'd have been lucky with a c like <laughs> nah. well you could have just watched the invasion of time on video instead i could have been doing that i could have been doing you that could have done that um, okay, so there's quite a lot that happens in this story. Yeah, there is. How did you watch this? I was surprised when you said, I've watched up to five the other day. Yeah. Because sometimes I get an idea of how many you've watched. If it's like you've only watched a few, I'm like, oh, I don't think you're enjoying it. But I was so, I thought, wow, that must mean she's enjoying it. She's watched up to five. I did enjoy this, actually. So, yeah, lots happens Gallifrey, Sontarans, and end of the season. And end of Leela as well. And K9. Yeah. So, oh well, God. apart from the box that says Mark II or whatever yeah, we'll it was. But... Um, okay, well, I'll, I'll go through, we'll go back to the beginning. Uh, so, part one. This always felt a bit weird of an opening. 
and I don't think I liked it the first time I ever watched it, but actually I've enjoyed it so much more now because actually it's a bit different to what we usually have, and there's you have to you do have to think a bit more. But I really like that. So you've got the Doctor talking to these like three eggs, basically, <laughs> in the beginning. Right. So I don't know what I'm because it started and she was already angry that he was gone. And I was like, have I missed something? And like, to the point where I kept rewinding, I rewound like three or four times to be sure that I'd started at the start and I didn't like accidentally skip something or because I found the actual beginning, you know, K9 is not saying anything, the doctor's not saying, and then you seem talking to something that you're not even sure what. And then he comes back and says nothing. And I was like, what have I missed? It was really, um, I wasn't a, Fan, I mean, I liked it in that we got straight in, but it was yeah quite disorientating actually. Yeah, that's what it, that's the word, isn't it? Because you're just so not used to that, and especially K nine, you've got like sort of Dick Doctor in a way, and Dick K nine as well. Like, I was like, what has happened? Like no one's like they all seem to know. She doesn't know, but that's not unusual. But literally, I was like, have I missed something? And I was thinking, there's nothing at the end of the last story. Like, was it? I do, yeah, it was very, yeah. very disorientating. And then we're straight... Yeah, we are straight into it. Very alienating, because you're like, usually, why isn't the Doctor saying anything to Leela? What's going on? And you think, okay, there must be something happening. Those three egg things are really weird. That's a, another odd thing to be like, well, actually, who is he talking to? Who is he signing this thing for? And then they... See, that was interesting, because you're saying eggs. To me, I didn't see anything. I just had... It, they were black shapes. Well, they were like three round... Eggy things, I thought. No. See, yeah, mm. I, I just saw shapes. Okay. Well, and then there's the mention, oh, signing over this thing, Control of the Time Lord. And you're like, oh, okay. What's happening? He's got a nice space pen. That you take, like a bright neon space pen. And then we're straight into Gallifrey. Back on Gallifrey. Um, and the Castellan, do you recognise the Castellan? The sort of baddie, no. villainy one? Oh, you don't re- remember him? No. He's Eye Patch Guy from Android Invasion. Eye Patch Guy? When was Android Invasion? Last. Okay, season 13. You know, the Android Invasion with Sarah and the Doctor in the village and the guy with the eye patch that never washed. Oh, yes! The... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's him. There we go. I thought you might recognise yeah. him. And oh, and he's an no, en- Enemy of the World as well. This is his third. Appearance. Oh, of course. I remember him Enemy of the World. I definitely. Oh my god, I thought you'd remember Eyepatch Guy. I can't believe you don't remember. (laughs) I do not. Yeah, it's so funny. I wouldn't have put put him as Eyepatch Guy, but when you said him in Enemy of the World, I then clocked it. But it's because most of the show he's got an (laughs) eyepatch. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, I (laughs) recognise Maybe that's why like, haven't. So you've got all that happening. And then, so he's he's sort of shutting Leela out. Leela goes off. Okay, this is the weird. We see the TARDIS swimming pool. I mean, we always talk about seeing the wardrobe. Oh, yes. Can we talk about that more? <laughs> Were you oh surprised to see? I loved seeing that. I loved it. But did he say something like she's gone for a bath or something? And then she's literally in like some Roman swimming pool. I was like, yes. Queen, so yes. unusual of all the things. 
It's so surprising. Of course there's a swimming pool in the TARDIS. <laughs> and it's got, like, inflatable toys and things. Yeah, yeah, as if, like, in this entire time they're all hanging out in there, just like, who cha- who puts chlorine in the pool? Like, whose job is that in this in this TARDIS? Is that the Doctor's job? Is that why he has companions with him, to do those sorts of I don't, jobs? Have, they, I've many have they all been going for a swim this whole time? Ian, Barbara? Yeah! They were hanging oh out God. in this pool? Is there, like, a whole... In in their wardrobe, it's like a whole rail of different like costumes for people to must wear. Must be, must be everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All those, yeah. all those people that've been swimming around, and we haven't even known about it. But that, yeah, that was, um, yeah. I love that. I proper made me laugh. I had a good giggle at so that. So we're back when we're back on Gallifrey. You've got that big sort of panopticon thing, and actually, just looking at the making of on the DVD before this, again, money is a problem here. Uh, even more so because I don't. There was something with industrial action and sets and everything, which is why one they had to go and film the. Well, I think they would have filmed the swimming pool anyway. But later on, all those corridors and stuff that's supposed to be the TARDIS, but it's just some location. But also, they had to just reuse what they've got. So they're like, let's set it on Gallifrey from Deadly Assassin. We've got that whole set. We've got the guards' costumes. We've got all their collars and everything. It's all just more out of necessity than actual sort of storyline. So it doesn't feel that way. But then the only other thing to talk about sets is the really annoying thing. Those sort of plastic chairs for like from like infant school. Do you remember that that, that those sort oh, of yeah, brightly yeah. coloured okay. that's so random. Just down the corridors in the around they've oh. just it's the same set from Deadly okay. Assassin, but these sort of infant school furniture weird inflatable chair things which just look really out of place they really annoyed me they're everywhere in the the inflatable cushion made me laugh oh yes yeah with the uh the There's royal inflatable <laughs> yeah well i know well it's easy to someone just went out we need a set let's just go to i was gonna say a theme argos yeah <laughs> with inflatable chairs and then the doctor really just says you know leela off you go she's left behind he goes in i'm president all of a sudden and he's really acting out of character. He really is like Dick Doctor here, and you're like, and it alienates the audience quite a lot. I think. Yeah. But it's, it's a good change. I found it more interesting this time. I think it put me off when I first watched it, but now I'm like, oh, actually, this is quite good. What's he? I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite nice to see him in a different and he's way. Proper, and then there's Barusa, and so Barusa was in Deadly Assassin. Uh, he was played by someone else. I think he's obviously regenerated, so he knows him. And I was, and then you're trying to work out. Okay, does Barusa actually know that the Doctor's playing along? Who's in on it? Who isn't? You start playing that. Yeah, yeah. I quite like that. Um, and he really shouts at Barusa though when he's like, "Come back!" You know, I was wow. That's a really good performance from Tom Baker. It's funny you say that about production stuff because. Actually, compared to last week, I thought this was a massive step up. Oh, yeah, it's much better than we've had previously. Like, I enjoyed how they managed to work around last week. I said Mm. that at the time. But this, in no way did it feel like... I wouldn't have known this was, like, a secondary cheap sort of made-on-the-side story thing, you know? It's weird that the Doctor then we have this presidential election all of a sudden you see it's a little bit cheaper than deadly assassin because there's not as many people around it's very it's a very empty gallifrey (laughs) this whole in the whole story there's hardly anyone there's a few guards there's a bit of running around but then i also that didn't bother me because i thought it kind of played into this story of like 
this guy's just arrived and bit, and there was no one else to contest it and therefore they've just had to do it. So it sort of made it more like a um, maybe not everyone's been called back, maybe not everyone's around or it's just sort of been rushed through. I don't know. It didn't feel like it was out of place for it to be that way. And you have this little um, ceremony, a bit like the Queen's Jubilee type thing or opening of Parliament with everything. And then the Doctor's all in white. He looks a bit Christ-like. With his, <laughs> and he's all his white yeah. and everything, and they bring out the inflatable cushions. The inflatable <laughs> cushions. Love- it did remind me, actually, of um, the Queen's funeral. A little bit, isn't it? And I love the music in this, actually. I'll never talk about the music, but there's a really nice, like, da 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 like, sort of organ music yeah. as it happens and everything. It's all very... Yeah. I, I, yeah, and I think... I've said before, like Gallifrey stuff sometimes bores me, but I was enjoying this because the Doctor was being how he is and you're trying to work out actually what, what's going on. Cliffhanger's a bit rubbish because he puts on the Matrix thing and he's rejected from it. And then then in part two, you're following Leela a lot. She gets expelled to these sort of outsiders that live out, that are of like rejected Time Lord society. So you're seeing a bit more than we've seen before. That's quite good. Um... With that woman. Oh, okay, Rodan. Uh, what do you think of that? Because she starts off when Leela sees her. She, I thought, okay, first female Time Lord we've seen, and she's quite strong. She's sort of working in air traffic control. I thought she was all right. She goes a bit um, weaker when she's outside. She's a bit like um, I was like, yeah, but that sort of fit with the character, didn't it? I didn't. I mind thought it was that. a little bit over the top though. She's a bit simple life when she goes out there. Is this a real trailer park? Do people really live here? You know, she's a bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's a bit Paris Hilton <laughs> when she goes outside. Is this a real trailer park? Yes. Oh, like they, they live here permanently. Oh my god. I didn't think it was awful. Um, I thought. I mean, like it made sense. She's never had to leave. She was like, "Why do we?" You know. Um, it was nice as well, like you say, to have some females in there. In fact, did we have women last week? Oh yeah, with that one woman in the spaceship that regenerated. Yeah, the one woman. Yeah, true. No, we've not had like a lot of women this season. There's not a lot of contenders for women of who in this. No, not really. But it was nice for Leela, I think, to have had that female companion that she could work this out with and be such a contrast to. And maybe it's because she's such a contrast that like it seemed more extreme. Yeah, well, Leela literally finds her tribe outside (laughs) and they all decide to... There's a mini rebellion stirring up. Meanwhile, the Doctor's, like, saying, oh, can you redo the the President's thing all in lead and everything? That's a bit of a clue that something else is going on. And, yeah, it's still sort of evil Doc all throughout Part 2. K-9's out and about doing something else. Even K-9 is not saying what's going on. K-9 knows. We know K-9... Yeah, I found that odd that, like, K-9 was in on it and understood, but we and the Leela and everyone else don't. Like, at what point did K-9 understand that Leela missed that instruction? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, what was it when she was in the pool? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they had a bit of chat when she wasn't there. And you've also got throughout all of this, Andred, who is the high, is the, the guard guy. What were you thinking of Andred in this? I liked him actually because I thought he had good backbone. You know, even when they were, ta- I liked when they were taking out that old Time Lord, and he was like, "I can't go." And like he was like, "Well, actually, no, we're going to stay and fight." And like, 
you got a real sense of who he was as a character. Even if, of course, he was going after the president, aka the doctor, because it looks like he's brought these people in, even when they're all like there and he's laughing and stuff. So I thought his character was really uh, interesting and rounded. And um, do I think him and Leela were going to run off into the sunset at the end? Like, did I see that coming? No. Um, but they did actually have some nice chemistry in the scenes they were together. But it didn't signal that that's what was going to happen. Did you have any idea until she literally said at the end? Were you were you even thinking that Leela would leave or anything? I can't wait. I just need to ask you this now. There was one inkling. There was one inkling where the doctor said something to her about has she thought of being an assassin and she's really good at this. Okay. And that's the there was that was the, which she's never spare in mind. She's been like this the whole time and that's the first time where he's sort of been like you're really good at this you should think like and i was like oh that's interesting also we're at the end of a season so something was going to happen it would be now and that was the only inkling i had that something could happen but it was like second like third story maybe it's when she throws and like gets it straight fourth then maybe because i don't think they come until about the fourth story do they five i think maybe yeah they're quite far yeah so that is literally the only inkling I had, which made me think that they're sowing the seeds that she's going to do something different, but or something that like fits within her character to try. Because it's a good story for her, actually. She does a lot. She's out on her own a lot because, well, the Doctor's off doing is he's he's really pushed her away. I don't think you've seen the Doctor be like that towards a companion, really. I, I also think a lot of this story played to the strengths of the companions and stuff like that. Things like. He understood what a threat she'd be. That's why he had to banish her. As in, because they were reading minds, but because we've already we already know from previous stories, because her mind and you know, primitive as it were, it they can't do stuff like that, so she'd be a threat. Um, I liked like the key, for example, when she was looking after the key. And the doctor trusted her because he knew that she there's things like that that I like it just really plays into the writing played into who these characters are that we know, which is why I think it worked really well. Same as like having K9 have, you know, it could have previously with K9, we've just had K9, you know, going around and being able to fix things that maybe people can't. But it was used really effectively here, I thought, having him, of course, put the matrix on K9 because he's not going to be affected because he's not human, but he's very intelligent. Because he's a smart dog, he's a smart boy. Well, you get at the end of part two the Var- the Vardans, who we only hear for a long time, and then then they appear at the end of part two, which reminds me, I need to put my Christmas decorations up. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were so useless. That was literally like some tinfoil. It is wasn't literally it? A, actually tinfoil. Tinfoil on a screen on a green screen sort of middle ground, situation. which which is a shame because their voice because. It's voices and tinfoil, and you think, okay, this is a massive threat. The Doctor has to do all of this stuff. They must be so powerful to in- want to invade Gallifrey and make the Doctor go against all of his people, and then some tinfoil turns up, and you're like, oh. Yeah, that was a shame. That was something where I was like, this is where budget lets it down. But saying that, the actual story, when the Doctor lets them in at the end of part two and there's a cliffhanger, and it's him just laughing, like... Oh, yeah, that was such a good That really sells it more than a bit of tin foil turning up, you know? 
it's the okay what's happened to the doctor you're more about that than oh there's a scary thing that's just appeared because it's it's tinfoil <laughs> I can't stop. Yeah, yeah. no i agree the doctor's laughing at the end made me was i was a bit like what is what is going on that was a really good cliffhanger and then like you say going into part three leela still has faith in the doctor you know the cat you they know each other leela knows that this isn't the real doctor and because she's she knows him by now uh so it's the rodan and leela little team uh the lead room that he makes looks amazing all those cogs yeah, and stuff. that's a great amazing. design a, the set's amazing there it looks like, great i don't know if that's like out of polystyrene painted or but it, really amazing it probably was I, it probably was just something like that it reminds me of the wizard of oz a little bit hmm. i can imagine like a silver version of the emerald city or you know when the wizard his room anyway reminds me of that but um yeah, I've like again though that set is stunning. Like it looks great, and they use it a lot. Well, yeah, they haven't got much choice, I don't think, but <laughs> they do. No, but it, but it works really well. And it's really effective. Yeah, and because um, that's when you find out the Vardans can travel through like wavelengths of any kind and everything. So, um, and then the Castellan, who's our sort of villain to begin with. He's uh, he's great at playing that though. He just goes with whoever. He's like sort of against the president, and then he's when the Vardans turns up, he's like, yeah. The one thing that annoyed me so much about him and a few of the other characters was his gloves. He's got these gloves on, right? But they've got they've got all their rings and jewelry over the top, and it just really yeah. they're like big builders' gloves, like Marrow Marigolds, and then the rings and all the jewelry. It's like. You don't put your rings and stuff over your gloves. Stop doing that. That's a look, Mark. That's a look they're going for. That's just really annoying. As it goes through, Andred sort of his character builds up. He goes into the TARDIS and was going to shoot the Doctor, and but then he gets in on the plan as well. So Andred's like part of the team. And as you go through, everyone's sort of against each other, and then they sort of all come together. And so then we finally do see what the actual Vardas look like, and they look like sort of grown-up scouts. I mean, do we see what they look like? They always just look like tinfoil. No, they turn into people. Do they? They look like scouts. They're like three really bad actors. Oh, yes, of course they did. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're so right. that's probably the weakest part of this. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be quite positive this week <laughs> for this season. So you weren't getting sort of bored. You've got four episodes of the Vardens and all this stuff. Was it enough to sort of keep your interest as it went through? I think the way the Doctor was behaving and the fact that you're aware that he's trying to stop something was enough to keep my interest. Because then we get a bit of a boost at the end. So the Sontarans turn up. That Was that a surprise? That was a surprise. That was a complete surprise. Because we haven't seen, we haven't seen um, Pointed Cigar Rocks for a while, have we? Uh, well, it's only a third appearance, yeah. But the cigars were there. All the same. The costumes aren't as good. They always get worse and worse. I didn't think they were all. I didn't think they were as bad as the second ones. Or I mean, well, the voice and the acting isn't amazing. No, the, yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> that was a bit over the top. And I think you only saw the one. They kept their helmets on. I think cheaper that you don't have to have everyone's faces shown but they just didn't the helmets didn't fit and you see them and you see like one human eye through like the hole and then you can't see the other one because obviously it doesn't fit properly yeah that, um, a little bit annoying so i suppose i didn't get though why 
did they know about the Vardens? So they had the Vardens come through first. The Doctor got rid of them, and then it left the sort of the um, like the security force field open for them to come through. I think that's what it was. They were just sort of waiting to yeah. come through. Because I think, or maybe they had a deal with the actual things that that meant that once they went, they could come through or something. The weird thing is, I suppose you miss when the Doctor, like when the Vardans get in touch with the Doctor, because we start off at, at that weird space where he already knows who they are and what's going on. Like you always think, actually, how did they get in touch with him without Leela knowing? How did that? What was that conversation? Also, how did he? Like, why did he give permission? What was in that deal that he was like? I'll be president, a job he probably wouldn't want to do anyway. And you get to, I mean, like, I don't understand why he, what was there for him to agree to. But I guess that's, that's kind of, if we had all that, then there wouldn't have been a story. No, I know. Maybe you don't need to overthink it too much, but there's a few gaps there, I think, where surely he would just find out that they were going to invade Gallifrey and, like, fight them. I don't. He didn't have to go through all of that, I don't think. <laughs> we didn't have to have all these four episodes <laughs> of him being president. Uh, but it made good viewing. I did, you know, it, it kept my interest as well. The Sontaran, he's a bit cockney. He's a cockney con- Sontaran, isn't he? At the yeah. end of the day. Oh, and after one or two sentences, you're just like, oh, please, just don't carry it. <laughs> you know? quite, like, his talking was quite slow, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. We're not a fan of slow talking like that. No, that never, ever appeals to me. No, especially when there's quite a lot to say as well <laughs> in the conversation. And then the Castellan is obviously whoever... He's one of those characters. He's like, whoever's in charge, I'm working for. So then he's with the Sontarans all of a sudden, Castellan guy. Um, I put like where are all the guards all of a sudden like Gallifrey's even more empty now the Sontarans have arrived there's literally no there's like Andred is the only well, guard they've, they've got rid of a lot of people I suppose oh yeah he said about take them out one by one or something didn't he okay, yeah so, so bear in mind anyone that probably would have rebelled has got been removed so they're, they're all out in the sandpit outside <laughs> in the thing I like how Leela knifes the Sontaran in the back that's that was cool. so was cool. Nice like, that was cool. Yeah, she's like, how do I kill it? That's how. Yeah. I had a bit of a moment when... So Barusa is sent off. I'm not sure if I like Barusa or not. He is a good guy at the end of the day, but then he held up his gun at one point. So I wrote down, oh my God, Barusa's a traitor. And then he has a conversation. He's like, oh yeah, I'm not pointing the gun at you. It's, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I, I put, oh. That's really odd. I, again, I think that was just a little bit of padding though. Yeah, because they sort of send him off. And I think you're supposed to be left guessing is Barusa because I genuinely did think I'd forgot, and I thought, oh my god, Barusa's with the Santarans all along. Shock. Yeah, no, I had that moment when you see that, and he's like, "No, you're my friend." He's like, "You are my friend," and I think it's because he's brought in the people that have been outside, but and obviously he's just been trapped in a room. I had the same thing, but I think it just added some extra padding to the story, and I think actually it wasn't needed. Like, it would have been much nicer if he was just... Once they'd had that discussion in the lead room, they just move on with the story and he's like, I get it now, and... So what I was... So the Sontarans want to take over Gallifrey. What I was trying to get my head around is they they need the key of Rassilon for whatever reason. It wasn't 100% clear on what was going on. We just knew they needed the key. And then everybody decides to get into the TARDIS and have a run around for two episodes. I don't know why. You've got the whole of Gallifrey. You've got however many TARDISes around. And I don't know why everybody goes into this TARDIS. This is the bit that lets it down for me, is this really bad... Like, walking around 
I think they filmed in like a gas station or something. They've or a boiler room <laughs> somewhere or other. It's not the TARDIS for me. It feels like all I can see is they're on location somewhere. It doesn't feel like it's the TARDIS. They didn't even. They could have just put some round things on the wall. Even I know it's on film, and that's a big jar. Film and studio, you can obviously tell the difference. So that doesn't help. But then, I, it just doesn't look like the TARDIS. It's some random warehouse and an empty swimming pool and a. Oh, I don't know. It just doesn't. What do you think? Like, you didn't. Did you think it was? The TARDIS? I don't know. It just no, doesn't... It's not the TARDIS actually. we know. It just, you know. It just Actually, it just felt like they were just on um, Gallifrey running around, not the TARDIS. Yeah. There's nothing all... unique to it being the TARDIS. I know. So... You could have had a food machine. You could have had... I suppose it's budget and stuff, but you could have been like, oh, that's Susan's room or something. I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or the wardrobe. You could have seen the wardrobe. It was... And it's more like they walk around a warehouse... A sort of garden centre, nice plants. Yeah, that That's was it. cool. And then it gets hit by the plant. I mean, yeah. you know, it sort of it worked, but it didn't feel in keeping. No, it just it's, it's just. It's not well, and there's that art gallery bit. Maybe that's where your all your GCSE artwork was. That's where it, <laughs> went. That's where it was. They walk. <laughs> they walk past all of your wonderful work that you did lost. Yeah, one day when I was star, that's why he's stolen it. <laughs> but yeah, that's what it's. It wastes us on Tarans a little bit because they literally just walk up and down corridors. Oh, the bit though, where what was it? Oh yeah, Leela's like, oh yeah, I couldn't find the room. Bruce is just in the bathroom or whatever in the swimming pool having a cocktail reading the paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... I like stuff like that. It added a little bit of light relief to what was quite a otherwise intense story of like one villain now another villain, and I quite like moments of that. But I also quite appreciate the silly, whereas I think not every fan is a fan of silly. There's lots of silly moments, but no, and I did enjoy it. But I just, oh, it's just like oh, it could have been really cool to see more actual cool TARDIS moments. But um, did you see the bit where the Sontaran runs after in the swimming pool and he trips over that chair yeah. and nearly stags it? <laughs> That's like, embarrassing. Yeah. Kind of like he's a marinus where they go to different places. But yeah, or the chase or something. I mean, we like that kind of thing. Ah, there's just something else. I don't know. And actually, Andred and Rodan are, you know, they could be our new... Out of Sabitha in a way, Good. they could be. Good. I quite. They are great characters. I didn't. They were. They were really fun to have along. And exactly. It was. Yeah. It wasn't just the Doctor and Leela. Leave the impact of Cliff. Probably not. No, no, not at all. But there was even bits where it's like it's the Doctor, Andred, Leela, and Barusa, and they're sort of all going through. It's like um. Noises off, or you know, where they all go through different doors in the yeah, corridor yeah, yeah. and stuff. Well, it could... was the um. What's that music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that in a way. They could have gone in and out of doors, but you could have made it. I think they either went sort of more serious and made it darker and creepier, or they did go silly and say this is a weird land and have them going upside down and through different doors and weird stuff. They could have done. They could have gone even more weirder to make it like. But they probably didn't have budget. So they were like, we'll just go to different places that exist, like a garden centre and the swimming pool and just shooting those things. And, and like, K-9 works hard in this. He is on the Matrix. He's building that gun. Rodan's <laughs> helping him build it. He's a, he's literally has no time to speak. He is just off doing all different things. That was something that I found really odd. The number of times where they're, like, trying to speak to K-9 and K-9 doesn't answer for, like, three or four times. 
even when like there's nothing's happened yet. Yeah, there's that bit where he's getting data from the console and the doctor's like, that stop enjoying because he's busy doing something. But even before, like, when Kane, I got, and I was thinking, and it happened with Leela at the start, which is like, oh, stop sulking. And I was thinking, that's so weird. I don't think we've ever, and it happened a few times. I was like, I don't know what that's adding because it makes him just feel unresponsive. I think he's just on a proper mission to get this stuff sorted. K9 is like, I need to help. This is my chance. Yeah, he's really, he's on it, isn't he? And it does all get a bit, at the end of the day, it boils down to the Doctor gets a big gun and shoots the Sontaran and that is it. A little bit disappointing in that way. And like this key, she's built, Rodan goes under hypnosis. I thought he was joking when he said, you're hypnotised. But (laughs) then she's like, oh, you can't build this gun. And he's like, you've just built it. Oh, it's got a perfect hole for this key as well. (laughs) But I don't know. It must just be immense power or something. And he just gets the gun and shoots this Sontaran and that's it. And suddenly the hole... A little bit flat. But I have enjoyed this more than I have ever before. It It was a... I did... Considering it was six... Yeah, and six as well. Because, and also we've talked about this, you need the episode four to have a real change to be a six in order to keep the interest. And this did. Could it have been five? Yes. Well, like the um, producer, I was just reading, he was given the choice to say, and they said, did you want to not make this episode? And that money goes over to the next season. And he was like, no, I want to do all the episodes for this season. He had the choice Which, not you know, to I get, it. because like, you know, if it's something that, like, you've got an audience for or you want to serve that audience and you probably don't know what's going to happen next season. So for someone as well, like, because I'm guessing she decided at some point that she was leaving. Well, they were trying to persuade her to stay and they left. And this is part of the reason why that ending is... I mean, it's not different to all the other companion endings we've had, really. Very sudden at the end. Um but they left that's they left it and was hoping even when they were filming to change her mind so that's why they sort of left it either way that she could just say yeah I'm going along so it's not really written throughout the script in that way like like with Joe and Cliff there was loads of hints right at the beginning wasn't there sort of all the way through but this just didn't have that um and she said she'd be happy to be killed off she wanted to go up with in a bang and she wasn't really happy obviously with how because it just doesn't go with Leela she lit like there's a they're not even on screen that much together. They have that bit with the wardrobe. She starts to look after him and he gets hurt. They sort of she holds his hand a bit. I'm staying. Staying? Here. Why? Ah I see. I hope. Yes, I'm sure you do hope. She'll look after you. She's terribly good with a knife. I would have just preferred her to have just chosen to stay as her. As in, not mm. to be with him. Oh, she just could have stayed like, with the warrior tribe and been like, I found my new tribe and I'm going to be out here with Rodan Yeah, and exactly. Everyone. Like, I'm going to, you know, learn about this, learn about something like that for her. That would have made sense. I Just to be like, actually, I think I'm going to stay for a bit. And, um... I th- like I think there's things I could learn about myself, and because it's probably the one place throughout all these stories where being a warrior she's been accepted. Well, there's, there's, 
yeah, there's that. There's also, it does sort of rub in the face of Sarah Jane leaving because no no humans are allowed on Gallifrey. That's why she had to leave. And then suddenly it's okay for Leela to be on Gallifrey <laughs> as well. Um, but she didn't, she was such a strong, Leela is such, a, we've loved all of everything Leela's done. She's been so consistent in character right up to that last bit. And then that's the most inconsistent part of her character. Oh, I'm just going to stay because I want to stay with Andred. Like, that is not what her character would do. Everything else has been perfect up to that point. And all, yeah, all she had to say was... Well, it could have been if it had been built in. That that, yeah, and then she said they tried to put in a few bit. The actors tried to put in, once they knew, a few looks and a few... Like, she holds the, his hand towards the end when they're running around. Like those, They put that in themselves because they were like, well, we've got to do something. The guy who plays Andred is in um, The Massacre. Um, not Nicholas. I thought it was Nicholas, but he's called Roger in the massacre. He must have been Nicholas's friend in the massacre. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that really changed the name. Yeah, Roger. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a show. But I, I, he's a great character, but it just doesn't. It's not doesn't fit with Leela at all. And then K nine stay. It's nice that K nine stays. That's weird at the end where she put. Do you see where she puts her head down and K nine puts his head down? They're like. You know that very last yeah. scene, <laughs> like, because she's like, "Oh, well, how will the doctor be all right?" And he's like, "I'm not sure." Ooh. And the doctor's reaction as well. But she says something. She says something like, "Oh, they go. Where will he go next?" And I quite liked her very last scene. Yeah, but she goes somewhere else. I'm like, "Well, but that's I obvious." Don't know. I, I liked, <laughs> yeah, but I quite liked because that's what she she knows him. She's like somewhere else. Like I, I quite like the that she's almost states the obvious. That's what her character does sometimes and she sort of said it in quite a reminiscing way but quite of her character i thought it was i didn't i quite liked it i thought it was quite yeah it's um the doctor's reaction though as well is a bit like he literally like slams the tardis door in her face (laughs) she's like goodbye and he's like bye (laughs) and off he goes but they just don't write them i mean we've had and he gets out of box with canine Mark two or so whatever. So he's going to make another K nine. So we we still have K nine in a way. I mean, where's he got that box from? I don't. Eat. Did the scientist guy give him like instructions? I'm so confused. But also, then that also for me, I was like, but why then get rid of K nine at the end? Well, because if you're just going to make a version two, well, maybe then people will be feel more like the kids will be more comforted that Leela's been looked after by K by K nine. She's not just on a strange. Well, that says it all. Then she's just yeah. I don't <laughs> she's know. just decided to. I don't buy it. Yeah, it is. It's not the best ending. It's a disappointing ending for. Yeah. For Leela. Not the worst. No, well, Dodo. Dodo's the worst. Dodo's the worst. Forever yeah, it's not a dodo. At least, at least like she's there at the end. <laughs> yeah, she could have just disappeared. Dodo's not even there like, to she, have her own She could ending. have just been in the swimming pool this whole time and been like, yeah, we don't see her again or something like that. Yeah. Where's Leela? Oh, she got out the swimming pool and she's there. Uh, yeah, she, yeah. Well, actually, while we're talking about Leela leaving, I looked up what happens to Leela in the spin-offs, the books, everything else. Oh, so yeah, I've got yeah, some yeah. highlights here what happens to Leela. So, the next time we, we do hear uh, Leela and Andrea get married. Of course. Uh, so this is audio... So this is audio, short stories, books, all the different things that have happened to, to Leela. K9 and Leela apparently regularly attend social ga- gatherings with Gallifreyans and they have a little happy life. 
Uh, she does get pregnant at some point. I'll come back to that. But there's a whole audio series, right, set on Gallifrey. There's like 10 series, 11 series. So she's a regular in that, okay? Oh, okay. Uh, and there's a great bit. This is spoilers, everyone, if you haven't heard the Gallifrey series. It's great. Um, by I will by that point, she's been on... She's been on Gallifrey for a while. So Andred goes missing. Okay. Right. Feels like neighbor. Yeah, yeah, it's very nervous. She goes bit and so she ends up living out in the out with the outsiders again and sort of rejects the society and stuff, doesn't know what happened to Andred. Leela gets asked back by the president at the time. Uh, and she ends up doing in this series she sort of helps the president she goes on missions and stuff, sort of mission of the week and fights people and all that kind of stuff. And there's sort of the guards and the sort of MI5 type things going on and stuff. So there's a, a, a guard called Torvald who's... Uh, you're not sure if he's dodgy or not. There's something going on, lots of intrigue in all these stories. Anyway, it turns out that Leela finds out that this Torvald guy killed Andred. That's the word. So she gets really annoyed and she's going to kill... gets her knife and is going to kill him. Anyway, it turns out that this Torvald dodgy guy is Andred. So Andred regenerated... I was going to say, did he regenerate? He regenerated yeah. and changed his name. He got caught up in some gang thing, basically, and he got shot, regenerated, and then he woke, when he was this different guy, said he was too involved to sort of infiltrate secretly into this other sort of gang thing and everything. Anyway, he tells Leela that and he apologises to Leela <laughs> for, for like being around the whole time. But Anyway, she doesn't forgive him. And that's over and all of that kind of stuff. She's still got canine with her. Um, She ends up fighting in the Time War. We see old, old Leela. Or then we see in some stories way ancient Leela. So Leela, because she's on Gallifrey, never ages because she's around Time Lords. But when she's not with the Time Lords, she ages. There's this whole set of stories where she's captured by this other race. She gets reborn as a child called Emily. (laughs) It's like a little girl. (laughs) And then there's also this other thing where she gets pregnant by Andred... Uh, and the and then the doctor she meets the doctor a later doctor in the books and say and the doctor's like oh it's going to be um half human half time lord your child um and this isn't a spoiler way way back it's hinted that the doctor's half human okay way later on so the idea in this book and he says oh you should name you should name your child after me the intention of that or just call the doctor well or whatever the doctor's name is or whatever and the inte- the intention is that it's a time loop, and actually Leela and Andred are the Doctor's parents. Oh, <laughs> but that's just yes. in a book, which everyone is very is very controversial idea. But there is a theory that Leela and Andred are the Doctor's parents because it's a time because he says yeah. So interesting. Lots happening for Leela. She's still going in. I think there's Gallifrey War Room Series 1. There's a whole nother... It's like the West Wing but on Gallifrey, this these series. It's quite good. It is. <laughs> it really is. It's great. So she's still going in that at the moment, however many series. Uh, so she has a great life on Gallifrey, basically. It's all happening for her. But Andrew doesn't stay around. <laughs> there we go. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. Independent woman. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll be sad to see her go. Yeah, really sad, actually. I've really... Because I wasn't a great fan of Leela when we started, and I was like, oh, we're going to get foot... Well, this season, these stories. But I've really enjoyed seeing the progression of Leela and the character. She's really great, and she's such a great actress as well. Such a great actress. And she went all through that... 
not getting on with Tom Baker as well. That must have been really difficult for her for a lot of the time, but then they ended yeah. up getting on. Like, she's really, really great. She is wonderful. Leela is. And and she does, she's been doing, what, one, two, three, four, mm. I'd say there's about 20, 30 audio stories of her and the Doctor and K9 that they're making. They've been going for years and years. So there's tons of Leela stuff out there. <laughs> tons of it. Yeah. You name it. She's just been in the box set with David Tennant, Leela meeting the 10th Doctor. Like, she's, ev- honestly, she's met all the Doctors. She's done so much. She's she's, she's with John Hurt in one of them, the, the War Doctor. She's me. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's done an episode. He meets her. Like... She does tons. She does tons. She's great. I, d- I thought you'd be shocked, though. I thought you wouldn't be expecting it. I didn't expect it. Other than, like I say, there was just that one moment where I thought, that's a bit unusual. As in, like, because she's always been like that, but I thought it was a bit of a weird statement to make. And also the fact that it was six. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Something always happens in a six. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't use your Rassilon's key to talk about other stuff. Have you been watching anything else interesting? Uh, I just started this documentary called like where's my oh my god i watched that i've watched it all yes yes i've just started it where's um pepsi where's my jet yeah yeah that's it netflix documentary i watched this four it's only four episodes i watched it yesterday yeah i've done two i've done two so um i need to finish that also watching poirot oh yes it's on poirot right i forgot to say i'm i've been watching the crown have you? So I'm not sure if I can bring myself to watch it yet. It's, Queen died so recently. You know what, the, the Queen isn't in it that much. She It is a lot of Diana and Charles. It's not as great a series as we've had before. When the Queen is in it, it's really good. But there hasn't been much focus on her or anyone else really uh, at all. Uh, so I'm halfway through that. I, uh, I also watched SpongeBob SquarePants a movie the other day. <laughs> there you go. It was a Saturday and I was like, I had one day off that week and I was like, what do I want to do? Do you know what? Cheer yourself up on a gloomy day. Watch the CBBC channel, everybody, on iPlayer. I watch Blue Peter and Newsround. It's amazing. I'm getting all my news from Newsround from now on. It's easy. It's simple. <laughs> it's clear. It's you don't have to, It's not particularly depressing. They do cover all world news in a really easy way. Just watch Newsround. <laughs> I, I get my news from the internet but also there's a daily newsletter that i'm signed up to called shit you should care about it's a new zealand newsletter um but it's about world news and they break down like topics that like world things that are happening but they talk about things in like different countries or so it's quite interesting in terms of like a world thing of what's going on uh but they love harry styles oh no and it's a it's a gen z thing so it makes me feel young. It makes me feel like I'm keeping in touch. Well, going back to the 70s, Doctor Who, what are you hoping for <laughs> next? It'll be interesting who the next companion will be. For some reason, I'm just hoping for dungarees. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm craving Sarah Jane's dungarees again. I think I want two. I think I want a man and a woman. I want two again. Like, it's nice having one. It'll be interesting how much K9's in. This I mean, like, it's sort of set up that we will have K9 back. So I'm guessing we'll have K9 back. Uh, and I wonder how long we might not have a companion after the first story. Okay. Because 
Maybe they'll use just adoption canine to begin with and see how that is. I don't know. I'm just thinking there's budget constraints, isn't there? Yeah, it gets a bit better from now on. We're on the back, on the sort of going up again. We've had the worst of the production okay. stuff. So, um, that's just something I haven't got a clue at all. These are just sort of like based on what we've had. I wonder whether they'll have a little bit before they choose a companion. Uh, and the, having canine allows the doctor to have something to talk to an individual. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've got to decide what we're doing for the our Doskers. It's going to be an interesting one. I really enjoyed the story, though. Like, out of all of them, it's going to be up there for me. I think our discussions are going to be quite intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've started making some lists of uh, nominees, so uh, we'll have to see. No, actually, no. There's plenty. There's plenty of characters and stuff. But are you struggling who to pick? Uh, well, I've just done the list so far. We will talk about that. We will talk about that and be back very soon for the Doskers. Um, oh, are we keeping our stuff on Twitter and everything, by the way? Is this Twitter going to stop? Why is everyone saying that Twitter's going to go down? Oh, yeah, that was me. I posted that. Well, yeah, because like, they think Twitter's going to go, don't they? Okay. That's well, we've got Instagram if we don't have if our Twitter goes. but Yeah, follow us on Instagram as well if you have Instagram. We'll put a tweet out about it. Do that, but... Um... They, basically, last week, like ninety percent of Twitter staff quit. Right, like across all of it, and he also shut the offices. He got everyone to come back to the office, and then he closed the offices for a week because he was so. They, they said he was worried about people coming in and basically closing it in the office because all of a sudden everything's there. So, um, yeah, who knows? But. Um, yeah, he got them all back and then like closed it again. So it's all a little bit, but equally there are more people using Twitter than ever right now. Yeah, I don't think I, it will stay around. I don't think anything's going to change. See, you say that, but like, you know what happened to MySpace and <laughs> yeah, that's a bit different. Everyone Tumblr. just stopped using MySpace. No, Twitter's like, bigger than all of that. Twitter's, Twitter's you, been... everything thinks it's big until it's not. I don't know. And also, look in the last, like, I mean, we talk about the big three, which are Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, right? But, like, in 2020, the most downloaded app was TikTok. Oh, yeah, I'm not starting TikTok. Oh, my God, imagine if we did two or two TikTok. (laughs) Ready, everyone? Press that button. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know what people do on TikTok. I don't know, but... (laughs) You had to delete... You got addicted. I started so. went way early on of TikTok. Like I'm talking, like really when it first started, I started looking at it too much, and then I deleted it. And I'm, I'm happy not to look at it again. I can't. He's clean right yeah. now of it. But does that new one be real? I don't know. I, I don't know. That one you get like sent a notification, and you have to snap exactly what you're doing at that moment. Oh. So the idea is, it takes away the sort of idea of glamorizing social media it's called be real so it's like oh what, it puts it up like instagram like a photo thing yeah it sends it to all your contacts so you like friends with people and then i don't know whether they i don't know the insights but basically you'll get a notification and then at that moment you have to like hit and you send a picture of exactly what you're doing like oh, wow th- that moment and the idea is that like it's gonna be like it's a watching doctor who I'm listening to Doctor yeah, <laughs> I'm reading Doctor <laughs> <laughs> every time. The idea is it takes away some of like the filter and the glamour of it because it's it's supposed to be like I guess like Snapchat's that sort of instant like boo boo. So it sort of plays in on that. 
with the whole culture of like Instagram selfie and stuff. And yeah, up- Snapchat. I mean, all young people still use Snapchat. I do not. You know all about these. I have you're, Snapchat. I have Snapchat in uni. You're very knowledgeable about all these things. That's my job, Mark. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have Snapchat in uni, and I've not had it in a long time. And I don't ever plan to have it again. But loads of young people have. Like, Gen Z, a load of people use Snapchat. A load of the kids I work with have Snapchat. Well, we'll just keep to watch you on Twitter and Instagram for now. You can follow us at Two Watch Who on there if you don't. <laughs> That's enough know, to keep. I thought, and it was just talking about it, I joined Masterdom. Uh, Mas- yeah, Masterdom, and it's just like Twitter, but not as angry. Oh, okay. So you get a few more characters. You get five hundred, um, and you join. You have to sign up to a server. Okay. So whereas Twitter's like one thing, basically you choose servers to sign up to. So I'm in a Wales one at the minute. But that doesn't mean I can't interact with users on other servers. But I could be in that one and that's the people within it you could join with and like that's what your name's linked to, which is why I was asking if people might set up a Doctor Who one because you might have at Doctor Who dot mastodon or something like that or mass i don't know like you can have like and then people's social handles would all be linked to that and people would like that sounds a little bit complicated it seems that when you hear it but actually when you're doing it it's not well let us know everyone what you're thinking of doing there we go new chat very interesting the conversation like when i put it up actually yeah it was quite interesting i found it very interesting the defiance of people is very interesting, but it's just like I'll stay till the bitter end, and I wonder how many people actually will stay till the bitter end because I am sick to death of receiving notifications from Elon Musk when I'm not even signed up to anything of Elon Musk, like force notifications. Donald Trump's back on Twitter or can be back on Twitter, so yeah, interesting. We'll, we'll, see. See. we'll see. Okay, uh, well, we'll be back soon for the Doskers, everyone, and. Um... A new season, season 16. Oh, one, my God. Six. Sweet 16. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, let us know. Just let us know anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 To watch who.